Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hello and welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. This is number 40 and it is found at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 040 and that's number 40 for the year and we're working on getting to 52. So this is your host, Mathia Ford, the CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. And this week, as I prepare to go to the um, AAKP national meeting, I wanted to share with you my article that I wrote to um, share with all the guests at the meeting. And I wanted you to have the opportunity to hear the meeting, hear the um, article that I shared And then next week, I will be sharing my information on dining out, which is what I shared at the um, presentation that I did at the, at, or I'm doing at the renal, at the AAKP meeting. So, um, I want to let you know that this is an article that's also on my website. So if you feel like reading, um, you can go to it and there'll be a link at the um, show notes. So this post article topic is entitled seven things you must know about kidney disease. And um, the reason why I wrote it is because there's some things in here that I feel really strongly about that a lot of people don't hear or don't get until further into their journey with kidney disease. So perhaps you're like most people when they find out they have kidney disease overwhelmed and unsure, like it's a shock. This is a very stressful time, and the diagnosis of kidney failure may have come out of left field. You need to understand what is happening, whether you're pre-dialysis or you already started dialysis, so you can get past the scared and flustered state that happened when you found out about your diagnosis. Consider this your top list of things to understand about kidney disease and kidney failure, so that you can get in the right frame of mind and realize you are not going to die tomorrow. As a matter of fact, kidney disease is quite manageable with just a few changes to your life. Number one, you are not CKD, chronic kidney disease. You are a person who has kidney disease. You are not kidney disease, and it is not the only thing that defines you. You might feel that way sometimes when it's all you talk about or all you go to doctor's appointments for, but understand that you're a person first and you have a condition that needs to be managed. Your intrinsic value is not in whether or not you are healthy. You have a story, a life, a legacy to hand down. Your life doesn't stop just because you have kidney disease. It is just another chapter. It's another facet of you. You're not going to die from it tomorrow. At least I don't think you are. You can live quite well, but only once you realize it is a condition. It is didn't pick you to be spiteful. As a matter of fact, you may or may not have contributed to your condition. Whether you did or does not, did not, whether you did or not, does not change the reality of today. So accept your condition and accept yourself. 
you are a person who has kidney disease, not kidney disease itself. Number two, you can change it. So you are responsible for taking the actions needed to reduce the side effects and improve your treatments. This goes for you whether or not you're on dialysis. If you're not on dialysis, you're in stage one through five. There are specific things you can do to slow down the progression of kidney disease and failure. No magical cure exists for kidney disease, regardless of how many people try to convince you otherwise. If you're on dialysis, you can choose from many different ways to dialyze, but it is something you will need to do based on your doctor's prescription. One important way you can take control of your condition is to know your lab values. Your lab values will be checked many times and your doctor may or may not discuss them with you. You should make a point of getting the information and reviewing it for changes over time. Then ask your doctor or dietitian what you should do to change the value of those that are too high or too low. The big lab value is eGFR, estimated glomerular filtration rate, and it usually provides your doctor with information about the stage of kidney disease you have. Combined with creatinine values and urine protein amounts, you can tell if you're on the fast track to dialysis or if you are controlling your disease. You should also ask about potassium and phosphorus levels and understand if you need to restrict them in your diet. It is important to understand how intimately related lab values and diet are. What you put into your body is broken down and goes into your bloodstream for your body to process. Much of that processing produces waste products. Many of your waste products are removed from your body by your kidneys. As they become damaged, your ability to remove the waste is limited, so you must control what you put into your body. Knowing what is a problem, whether it's potassium, phosphorus, calcium, protein, or sodium, is key to understanding what to limit in your diet. Number three, diet counts. Speaking of diet, you need to follow the right diet based on your condition. What is the right diet? Based on the answer to number two of the seven things you need to know about kidney disease, you should know what stage of kidney failure you are in. Then proceed to address your dietary needs related to your labs and stage of kidney disease. General guidelines are as follows. Your specific condition questions should be answered by your doctor. If you're a pre-dialysis and you're in early stage, such as one through three, you need to control your related conditions. You have little need to limit your protein and should aim to increase fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. Eating less sugar and salt will help control diabetes and high blood pressure. The diet that most doctors recommend is the DASH diet, dietary approaches to stopping hypertension, which research has shown is very effective in reducing blood pressure levels. If you are in a later stage of kidney failure but not on dialysis, you will limit protein and salt at first, then potassium and phosphorus as your condition and labs reveal. Protein is usually limited to 0.6 to 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. One kilogram is equal to 2.2 pounds. So a 200-pound man would weigh 90.9 kilos and eat 54 to 73 grams of protein per day. To put that in ounces, you have 7 grams of protein per ounce of meat, beef, chicken, fish, or pork. So he could eat between 7 to 10 ounces of meat per day. 
about two ounces at breakfast and four ounces at lunch and supper. On dialysis, you typically work with a dietitian in the in-center hemodialysis unit to adjust your food based on your lab work. Many times more protein is allowed because the body needs to use it and your dialysis eliminates the waste products so you can eat more. Other minerals like potassium and phosphorus are important and controlled with both medication and dialysis. You might also have anemia and need to add additional iron or other medications that help increase your blood cell level. Number four, related conditions. Your related conditions are still very important to your management of kidney disease. What are your related conditions? Usually that's diabetes and heart disease. Let's start with diabetes. If you don't manage your diabetes well and keep your hemoglobin A1C in check, you continue to cause damage to your body. How do you manage your diabetes well? You follow your dietary restrictions, you take your medications, you exercise, and you check your blood sugar. If you have not been to a dietitian, you need to find one who will help you understand how your foods are related to blood sugar levels. If you need more help with figuring out carbohydrate counting, you can check out my book at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash go forward slash ccdbook ccd book now did you know that most people die of heart related problems and not kidney disease i don't know if you're thinking to yourself not me or if you're wondering why me either way the many many of the tenants of a healthy kidney disease diet go well with the healthy heart diet. Things like eating less salt and balancing your fat and carbohydrate counts are great for eating a heart healthy diet. Realize if you still have high blood pressure, you should take your medication consistently, monitor your blood pressure, and try to do some exercise sitting or standing to improve your heart. Number five, complementary medicine. While you should always follow your doctor's recommendations about your care, using some complementary medicine techniques can be very calming and soothing to your health. Use of essential oils can relax your body and relieve pain. Some essential oils are harmful for those with kidney failure, so be cautious and listen to the respected advice of people who have studied such practice. Our caregiver guide goes into great detail about how to use aromatherapy and reflexology in your kidney disease care, taking into account the ramifications of kidney failure. To begin with, it's nice to use a bit of lavender to soothe you. You might find some wax that can be melted in a warmer that has the scent of lavender. Having this going in your house when you have company or just need to relax can calm the environment. Another essential oil that works well for people with kidney failure is mandarin, which helps with treating exhaustion and fatigue. It appears to stimulate the adrenal glands and help reduce stress. You can find this essential oil at Amazon. www.renaldiethq.com forward slash go forward slash M-A-N-D-A-R-I-N-O-I-L and you'll find that in the uh, blog post that I also wrote. It's best to add the oil to the warm water, such as a bath, using just a few drops, or add a few drops to a neutral scented lotion 
and rub the lotion into your skin several times a day. The work that essential oils do is subtle but effective. Other essential oils you might consider include tea tree for antibacterial properties and rosemary, which helps with joint pain. Number six, medications. In addition to using some complementary medicine, you should always take your medications that are prescribed. If you don't know why you're taking something, then you need to call the doctor and speak with the nurse or leave a message. Many medications can help slow the progression of kidney failure simply by decreasing the blood pressure and reducing the damage done to the kidneys. Other medications can cause more harm, namely ibuprofen, which is often taken for pain relief and arthritis. Ask your doctor about medications that can slow the progression of kidney failure and what medications you should not be taking. If you want to understand more about medications and talking to your doctor about treating your kidney failure, you can read my first book, which is highly researched and relevant. Find it at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash go forward slash all together in one word, living with chronic kidney disease. So no spaces, just living with chronic kidney disease. You can also go to Amazon and search for Mathia Ford author and uh, that's the name of that book, Living with Chronic Kidney Disease. I go into great detail about how to manage your diagnosis from the time that you find out to the time you need dialysis. Lastly, number seven, depression. Last but not least, depression is the subject that I want to discuss. Depression is real and can be deadly. It's a reality that the diagnosis and day-to-day -day management of your kidney disease can seem overwhelming. You need to know that there's help out there, whether it's the social worker in your dialysis unit or your friend's shoulder. You should talk about your feelings and know it's okay to be angry or sad sometimes, but it's not okay when it takes over your life and starts to become an everyday thing. Do not allow the sadness to take over your life. It goes back to the first statement I made in the article. Kidney disease is not you. You are a person with kidney disease. Really taking a step back and asking yourself if you're depressed or sad all the time is the first step to getting help. Then ask. People want to help you. You have value regardless of how you might feel at this very moment. You have people who love and who want to talk to you every day. Okay, so with all of that said, it's great to have a place to start to eat healthier and wiser, right? You can check out our meal plans on our website at www.renaldiethq.com and feel free to ask questions by sending a note through our contact page or um, sending me an email at podcast at renaldiethq.com. I'm always listening and I always enjoy hearing from you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.